Hey, welcome to Promo Insiders, a podcast from Counselor Magazine. I'm Chris Rubo with Counselor. I'm joined today by my colleague, John Corrigan. He is a senior writer for Counselor Magazine. John, how you doing? Good, Chris. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, the, the topic of our discussion today is kind of ironic, I think, uh, given the forum that we're, um, we're doing it through, <laughs> and that's, um, that's mental health on, on social media. It's, um, it's obviously a big deal, uh, right, or, and has been for years. But it's even more so now, I think, during um, the COVID-19 pandemic, where we're all kind of spending more time scrolling, we're all kind of spending more time engaged with our, our feeds. Um, and that's, that's brought with it a new level of uh, kind of stress, I think, and, right? And, and anxiety, um, you know, partly Absolutely. tied to what's happening in society, partly tied to the pandemic, and all partly kind of wrapped up with our, um, you know, increased use of uh, social media. And um, John, we're going to jump into the questions here real quick, but I'll just I'll briefly say for anybody who's watching, please uh, comment, uh, qu uh, put in questions. We're happy to try to respond to those. Um, um, we'd love to have your feedback. So, so John, you did a story on this topic on on mental health and social media, and um, just what was the genesis of that? What kind of prompted it? How did it come together? Well, I've been thinking about it for a while. I mean, everything that you've said is so true. And I feel that I've talked to other people, uh, my friends, my family, you know, coworkers, pe people that I follow on social media, mm -hmm. and you know, you see that they're burnout. It seems like every time you go on now, uh, there's bad news. Mm -hmm. Just you're scrolling through all these kinds of stories. Everything's highly opinionated, and it just it's social media. At least, you know, when I got on, uh, probably ten years ago, it was supposed to be fun. Like that was right. that was the goal of this. Right, and it's not like that anymore. So it can, it can uh, feel like a battleground, like a like absolutely a, a digital battleground, so to speak. Like you're always you always have to be on the on the defense, like mm -hmm. you know, for for your opinions, for you know, I guess how you feel, um, and I guess that also depends on who you follow and all that. But but we'll get into that. Mm -hmm. So um, just just the fact, you know, like you said, you have the coronavirus, you have the protest, you have um, the election. I mean, there's just so many. Heated topics, heated discussion, masks versus anti-masks, businesses being shut down. Everywhere you look, I mean, it's it's tough. It's not, you know, recipes anymore or cat pictures or anything like that. Right, right. It's right. it's it's craziness. And uh, so so I wanted to reach out because I personally have been thinking about stepping away. Um, I know a few of my friends have deactivated their Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, I don't go on there much anyway. The only thing I really go on is Twitter and LinkedIn. Okay. So I said, you know, LinkedIn, I personally, other people may disagree. I personally don't see a lot of news stories or a lot of that stuff on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I see it more as a professional post or people building their brand, stuff like that. Okay. But Twitter, I mean, you don't know what you're going to see. No. <laughs> it's, it's a free for all. It, it's, yeah. pro it's probably the one that, I, I, at least me, I shouldn't say everybody, but that I have in mind when I think of like, where it's just, it's maybe the most toxic, it, yeah. it, you know, at least from my experience. And you also can't really control it all because things that people like still pop up in your feed. Whereas I feel like you have more control on Facebook. If, if you don't like something or follow something on Facebook, if it's not a promoted post, you're probably not going to see it. Mm -hmm. But but Twitter, you, I mean, you can see literally anything. And, you know, most of it is to, to stir uh, an opinion out of you. So um, I thought about getting rid of everything, but then I said, obviously, with our job and what we do and mm -hmm. sharing stories that, I, you know, I don't know how and, – and who knows how long I would really stay away. Yeah. So 
But then but I figured that's, that's a good point, right? Is that yeah. there there's people like, like us and many in, in our industry, uh, salespeople's marketers, um, executives who just kind of want to have a, a, a personal brand out there. It, it's a matter of, you know, their livelihood to be exactly. engaged to a degree on social media. So it's not as simple as just, hey, I, I don't like this and I'm going to tune it out. You can't do that. Especially because, you know, with the stuff that we write about, we stress the importance of having social media and mm -hmm. putting your brand on all these different platforms, finding where your customer is. So, you know, it's, it's like this necessary evil. Um, and it didn't used to be. And I guess that was my, my point is how are all these people who are literally paid to be on there for many, many hours of the day to engage with clients, to engage with, with their customers? Um, you know, how are they handling it? And uh, the industry, I think, reacted uh, the same way that I, you and I probably feel. Everybody's uh, got fatigue. Everybody's trying mm -hmm. to make their way through it, but they also offered a lot of good tips. All right, well, let's, let's, we're going to get into those tips. And, and if you have questions about tips, again, please uh, comment, ask questions. We'd be happy to respond if, if we have something intelligent to say. Hopefully we will. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, um, the stressors that you mentioned there and the negative impacts, can you discuss those a little bit? Like, did, did you talk to folks who kind of said this is how it affects us psychologically or anything like that? Absolutely. I mean, a lot of people feel that when they go on, uh, like I said, they're, they're on the defense mm -hmm. that, um, uh, who was it? It was uh, Brittany Godsey mm -hmm. from um, Gold Bond. Gold Bond, yep. Specifically mentioned how, you know, before all of this, they would just brainstorm an idea to post on social media, whether to push a product or start a campaign or, or, or even just to engage with their followers mm -hmm. and, and it would be fun and they would do it. Now they, they sit there and they have to really do their due diligence to make sure that whatever they post cannot be misconstrued or perceived in a different way that could be offensive to someone. Okay. And it takes up time and it, and it stifles their creativity mm -hmm. and you know, it's just not it, it conducive to a guess, you know, for a, for a business, uh, to promote themselves and, and to connect with clients. And so it's kind of been like these, these hurdles of, mm -hmm. of, for your brand. And then, and, you know, like you said, psychologically, very negative. I mean, it's just, you, you need to get outside and get some fresh air. You need right. to step away because you're just seeing um, news articles that uh, could have misinformation. Because mm -hmm. that was another thing that we, that we touched on in the article is, you know, social media is where people go for their news now. Mm -hmm. You know, you, that's where stories break. But at the same time, it, you don't know if it's verified. You don't know what you're seeing, if it's true. So you're having all this information bombarded on you. And you have to try and filter it out. Um, and, and, if, and if you're just constantly taking in this information, it's, it's going to become unhealthy. It's going to be too much. You're going to be stuffed with just things that you can't control. All right. So, but the good thing is, and this is one of the, uh, I think the, the top points of your article, and this is, and again, this is not Chris and John speaking. This is people who are experts in this and do this every day, right? Um, that they, that they recommend that you quote, sanitize your feed. Can you, can you talk a little bit ab about what that means and kind of how that looks? Absolutely. I have to give a shout out to Charity Gibson, who is watching and is in our chat. She uh, coined that phrase um, when, when I spoke with her. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I think the best way to describe it is you want to clean your feed. You want to get rid of all the negativity. You want to scrub down all the dirt, all the grime, all the things that you see that make you feel bad that, that you know, um, and, and that doesn't necessarily mean 
we ignore constructive criticism. That mm. that's not what the the point is. The point is there you know you go on there and you if you spend so much time you'll get a dark view of the world mm -hmm. and and you and that's not necessarily the case. Mm -hmm. And so sanitizing your feed means you know maybe you unfollow certain people that you know maybe you're friends with them but maybe they just post political things you don't agree with and it and it riles you up. Well maybe it's not healthy for the friendship for for you to stay on there. You, you want I, to follow? I have to, I have to interject quickly. You know, yeah. I, I can think of, and I won't name names, but I can think of people with, for, with whom I have wonderful in-person relationships. I like them so much, and then they have a completely different persona on yeah. their uh, on their social media, and and it's and and I I think they're obnoxious, and I can't stand them. And <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. So I'm doing a little sanitizing myself. <laughs> but 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 how how do you handle that? Do you unfollow them? Do you mute them? What do you, what do you do to try so and fix that? So in, so that's a good question. So if it's if it's like friends, like personal friends with whom I have like no real professional context, I will. Yeah, I will. Yeah. I will unfollow them. Yeah, and um. Uh, if and it's it, nothing personal. Yeah, it's it's just that it's like, hey, I like you, and your social media posts are kind of making me not like you so much. So I, <laughs> so I, right. I, I will do that. Um, if it's a professional connection, um, you know, I, I'm, that it, it's important to have. I'm I'm probably not unfollowing, to be honest. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, but uh, but but muting is an option, at least on Twitter. Sure. Uh, I don't know for sure whether on Facebook or Instagram. I don't have an Instagram either, you know. So, so I don't know if you can mute or, or even if, if that's a place where mm -hmm. all these things kind of happen. But um, I think just you know, like you said, I mean, if, if it's a, a friend or family or something, obviously you're not going to cut them out of your life because of what they believe in. But at the same time, it, 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 you know, you becoming their friend, it wasn't like a 24-7 invite into their thoughts, you know, and right. that's what social media is. <laughs> right. So it's like you, you kind of have to navigate this, okay. um, and it can be tough, but that is part of sanitizing the feed. Um, for, for me, you know, I think of like celebrities or, or sports figures or entertainers who, uh, you know, because of it's an election season, it got very political. Mm -hmm. And I think of it as like I didn't choose to follow you because of your your thoughts. Right. I'm only here for one part of your aspect, and so that's the type of thing that that's part of sanitizing. You know, you're doing it to to clean up how you feel. Mm -hmm. All right. So if I about how to proceed with this practically, it's it sounds like what you want to do to quote satisfy sanitize your feed is you kind of want to look at. If there's consistently accounts that are kind of just drawing your ire or things of that nature, and 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 you want to kind of you kind of want to weed them out, you know, um, there may be again if you're doing this professionally, there may be some that you do have to keep tabs on, you know, regardless. But it sounds like to the extent that you can, you should you you should almost almost like like taking uh like doing a spring cleaning. You kind of you assess. All right, these are some of the projects we want to accomplish this this season and you kind of make that list and you got to go through accomplishing it maybe it's a similar thing with with uh sanitizing your feet it's okay these are the types of accounts and types of people that are kind of that are kind of getting under my skin and making this not as good an ex experience as it should be and i could i could start to look to move some of those uh, accounts you know out of my eyes basically absolutely and and another thing is limit your exposure to them you know if, if you don't want to cut them out altogether um, you know, you, you can mute certain things, you can mute certain words, or spend less time uh, on, on social media to begin with. That can be tough uh, if, if you're a business, but at the same time, you know, you're not looking, you know, unless you are a social media manager, 
if, if you, you know, if, if you run your own social media for your business, don't, don't get bogged down on it all day, you know, set aside some time. Um, I will tell you that Ann Baden of Innovate Tech Solutions has a great idea that I, that I'm going to start using mm -hmm. that she set up a file on her, uh, I guess her, her desktop, mm -hmm. uh, for all COVID related stories that, you know, if she's scrolling Facebook or Twitter and she sees them, she will click on it. She will then not read it. She will take the link and put it into the file. And then at a certain designated time of the day, she will then go back and read. So, you know, most importantly, she's informed, mm -hmm. but at the same time, she's not spending all day doing it. She's not getting distracted. She's not letting it, she's not know, inundated with gloom from it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And, and, and that is, I think a great idea and that people can use that same concept for, you know, if you don't want to look at, um, uh, you know, election stuff or, or the protest or, or any other topic that you feel is just too controversial for you to be, like you said, inundated every day, mm -hmm. then I think that's a good idea to do. Limit yourself, uh, your exposure to it to maybe, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes a day uh, or, or, you know, every other day, whatever works for you. All right. The point, the basic point is try to have designated times if possible and um, don't scroll passively. Don't just be checking into oh, what's going on, what's going on. You want to kind of go there with an active, active purpose and that could help limit the amount of time that you, that you, that you're exposed to negative material, but still maybe allow you to do the things that you need to do professionally. Absolutely. All right. Got it. So, um, so let's switch gears a little bit because to an extent, what we've talked about so far is, is, negation, if you will. It's things that, hey, you could get rid of or do less of, but it's not just all about negation, right? It's it's also about, hey, there's some positive steps I can take too to kind of improve the social media experience and and just make it a more, yeah, positive overall experience, right? So what are, what are some of those things, John? Well, because eventually uh, everyone's going to piss you off. So mm -hmm. you're, you're going to end up cutting everybody out. You'll have, you'll have nobody to follow. And that's not, <laughs> that's not the point. Right. <laughs> so uh, you want to follow people and brands and accounts that post positive things or mm -hmm. things that make you happy or, um, you know, things that uh, I, I think Charity said it. She, she has like, like a whole little uh, list, things that will make me money, things that will inspire me, things that will make me laugh. Mm -hmm. You know, look for this. I mean, that's what we're looking for in life. And that's what you're looking for in social media. So uh, that's what you want to do. Get rid of the negative, fill it up with the positive. Uh, for me, uh, at a certain point in the summer, I was just getting so tired of all the, the bad news. I mm -hmm. specifically looked up Twitter accounts that only share good news. Okay. And, uh, you know, I've yet to actually click on one of those stories. See, that's the problem, though. That the, is the, the problem. Bad, the bad stuff is what gets the clicks and engagement a lot of the time. <laughs> But, but to me, I feel better just scrolling through and seeing it, at least the headline and knowing mm -hmm. that something good's happening somewhere in the world, that, it, that it's not all terrible. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I think, I think that's important. Uh, also, you know, like we said about taking breaks, you know, in, uh, social media managers, uh, Cody Belknap from uh, Snugs, mm -hmm. you know, he stressed the importance of taking a break, whether, you know, you, you go on a walk at lunch you, uh, you know, maybe, maybe you stop at five o'clock, you hit a hard deadline, you spend the night with your family, mm -hmm. you know, you, you do some kind of thing where you are not stuck on this screen, looking at this every day. Mm -hmm. It's just not good for you. You need to take some breaks. Also, these breaks will recharge you. You'll come in with a different perspective, you know, and, and you can share that with your followers. You know, it's, it's a great, it's a great point. And I'm thinking about, um, 
social media manager that we work with at ASI, Melissa Newman, who does an absolutely fan fantastic job. And um, I know one of the things she's kind of she has expressed and others in, in the position is that it can be tough to turn off. Right. Because yeah. because there's an expectation that, hey, this is your your job and and social, there's no boundaries. Right. Like like something negative or bad, say about your company or you can crop up at any time. So you you might you're feeling that urge to to. Oh, I got it. I just got to go check. I just I just got to go check. So is there a way to stay in touch? And, and, and I'm not sure there's an answer to this question, but is there a way to make sure that you're kind of keeping tabs on all that? But without literally feeling like you have to work 24/7 and be like a 24/7, you know, sieve for every comment about you or your company, you know. I'm I'm not sure if there is either. Uh, Cody says you have to though. He yeah. says that, like, e even though you may feel that way, mm -hmm. uh, burnout is inevitable. I mean, we're human. Right. You know, you're. It, it's not, and that's what people forget. I think when when they. Uh, Post these things, you know, like like you'll you'll go on Twitter or something, and you'll complain about a company. You know, I see this all the time with airlines when people have a problem with their flight or something, and and obviously, you know, it's the heat of the moment. It's very important to you, mm -hmm. but there's somebody on the other, you know, some yeah. there's a human being that has to see all these terrible things you say about them, and mm -hmm. you know, I think people because it's so anonymous and not face to face and not, you know, actual human interaction. People forget, you know, they, they forget manners, they forget courtesy. You know, they like people would certainly not, you wouldn't do that to your mailman who you see every day. Right. Sure. It's, it's just, uh, I, I think that's the way it is. And, and I really don't know how social media managers like Melissa, how she, uh, you know, I, I assume, you know, if it was me, there'd be copious amounts of alcohol in order to deal with all this. <laughs> right. But, but I don't know what other people do well, because it sounds like, it sounds like the point that, that, that came across in your, in your reporting is that like, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you're entitled to have a, a life too, you right. know, and that, and that there, there, you do have to set parameters to, to the extent possible. Um, maybe those parameters are fluid. Maybe, maybe if, Hey, you know, there's, I don't know, uh, I, a controversial piece of content going up, or, you know, there was an issue with a big order say, and there might be some blowback on social. Well, maybe then you do have to be engaged during some hours that you wouldn't necessarily want to be engaged, but you can make that up somewhere else. If there's, if right. there's, if there's quieter times, um, you know, then, Hey, like try to, try to take that, that disen, that disengagement then. Right. You know, like just, it, it might take a little strategizing and it might take a little bit of adaptability and it might not always be able to, okay. At, 530 I, I I shut down and I, I don't have to worry about this until the morning you know or, or later tonight whatever it might be um, but it can be there's going to be times where you're going to have you know where it's good that are going to be quieter and it's important to take advantage of those times to just give yourself a, a break and by a break it means put the phone down you know put the tablet down whatever it might be engage with humans go outside do do something that 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 stimulates you that's not plugged into a a, a social network. So I, I, that, that sounds like the approach that Cody was suggesting and, 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 Absolutely. and some others too. Yeah. So, um, but still when you are on social, right. When you are, when you, Hey, you're engaged, you're there. Um, you started to make this point and I, and I like it. It's basically one thing you could do is, is not be an ass quite, quite, quite <laughs> frankly. Um, you know, like, I mean, in layman's terms, right. Yeah. You know, that, that's one thing, but there's, there's probably other stuff you could do right too, to just kind of bring a positive vibe to social media. Absolutely. And I think that's what our industry, promotional products, probably does better than, than any other. Mm -hmm. um, you, you know, so many of these companies are so creative and they're so engaged with their customers. And, and we've seen this.
perhaps better than ever during the pandemic when everybody was at home and there was so much fear out there and, and everybody had more time and, and they needed a release. They needed a creative outlet. Uh, I'm going to give you some examples. Alpha Broder Primeline. Mm -hmm. They, uh, you know, kind of put their employees that maybe you wouldn't necessarily, maybe you wouldn't necessarily call them the face of the company. Okay. Maybe they have some background uh, positions. They mm -hmm. put them out there. They, they encourage them to share what's going on at home, what they're doing to combat this, what they're doing, you know, to hang out with their families. Mm -hmm. um, and they had some great ideas. Uh, Beth Bellick, she is an outside sales consultant. Uh, she shared her snack mix recipe, which uh, apparently blew up on, on the page. Everybody was loving right. it. Right, okay. Um, uh, Steve Meldrum. Check that out. Yeah. Oh, it, look, it looked good. It looked delicious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve Meldrum, uh, a sales rep. Uh, he was talking about, you know, where he's working from home. Well, he's got, you know, beautiful day by the pool. He's sitting there relaxed and everybody was commenting. They're jealous. And, and, you know, just, just everybody would then share where they're working from home. Things like that, that it's, it's a break from the news. It's a break from everything. And it's, it's still important because everybody's going through all this still. I mean, nobody, I don't know if any single person has fully become adjusted to what we are now going through. Mm -hmm. So it's good because social media, you're supposed to connect. Now we're connecting with people and sharing our own experiences. Um, and then you have Jeremy Picker mm -hmm. of, of uh, AMB3R. Yeah. He follows, uh, you know, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk? Sure, yeah. So, so Jeremy follows his mantra of create, don't consume. So like we said earlier about the importance of not just taking everybody off your feed, don't just delete everything or don't just, uh, you know, consume everything. If you want to see positive stories, positive content out on social media, you make should it. create it. You should yeah. make it yourself. And, and he's seen a lot of success with that as well. And I think that, uh, you know, other people in the industry can definitely follow that lead. Yeah. I, I, and I, I think there's so, so much room for that because, you know, um, one thing that happened, John, is after after you put this uh, article out initially on this topic, you got a lot of feedback, and it, it the, the article, you know, uh, it did very well. It's it's getting it got and is continuing to get a lot of views, and we were getting feedback from people on it. So it's hit a chord. So what that tells us is that a lot of people are kind of having these these same emotions about the negative impacts of um, of social media. So if a lot of people are feeling that way, you know, you would think that. Jeremy's really hit on something there that like, hey, if a lot of people are feeling negative and I'm bringing something positive, now it has to be, it has to be, you know, sincere. Like you can't come across like, like saccharine, you know, or, or, <laughs> or like, it can't be like, if you're just, if that's not your vibe or whatever, and you're, you're, you're trying to be that it's, pro it's probably going to show through, you know, but, you know, it, draw on thing on to the extent that you can draw on those things that influence you positively and share them in a way because there's a good chance that that's going to impact others and influence others and lift others up. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, Jeremy, uh, he also, you know, it's not just like sharing inspirational messages or anything like that. It's also, you know, put some value out there. This is a chance. Social media is an outlet for you to help your customers, your clients, your followers. I mean, this is a chance. He went on LinkedIn. He took this idea from Danny Rosen of uh, brand fuel he offered to help people polish up their resumes, write LinkedIn, LinkedIn recommendations for them, or even just hop on the phone to chat with them in case any, you know, whatever's going on in their life. Because uh, so many people, you know, going through so much right now with, with, with being laid off or furloughed or things with their family, people getting sick. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's there. Social media is a tool for you at the, at the end of the day for, for businesses. It's a tool for you to really grow your business, connect with people. 
And then for, for the rest of us who are on it uh, to either promote things, but mostly for, for leisure, remember that it's for leisure, that it's not supposed to be this cesspool of negativity that it has become over the past few months. Let's remember that at the end of the day, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. All right. That's that's all, all great points. And I hope somebody or people who are listening could uh, hear my cat meowing in the background. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I'd I thought I'd got her out of the room. So that that's hopefully a little bit of fun and, and, and positivity for for everybody there. Um, it looks like she wants to go out now. So we'll we'll tend to that in a few minutes. But but first things first. There's kind of a few more tips we wanted to go over yes. real quick, right? This and a lot of this we kind of said already, but maybe it's 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 like just quick takeaways uh, for you. Um, turn off your phone at certain times of the day, if possible. Um, you know, I, I guess if you're a social media manager, turning off notifications is 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 probably not the best way to go. But if but if if social's not you know a 24/7 integral part of your job, but it's just a, a smaller part of your job, maybe turn off notifications. That allows you greater control over when you're going to, um, you know, see and engage with things. Be purposeful about your social media use, right? Um, don't just, hey, I'm, um, I'm bored for a second. I'm going to check the scroll. Go, try to go there at, at certain times with the purpose. Okay, I'm looking for certain information. I'm looking for what's going on with certain accounts or, or things of that nature. Um, try to be, try to use it actively as opposed to just passively scrolling because it's when you're passively scrolling that you kind of just, it's almost like you're vulnerable or, or susceptible yeah. to letting more of that, the crap in for, for, for lack of a better term. Um, so that's another thing to keep in mind. Um, you know what really, um, and I, I am so guilty of this, like, um, don't take your, your, your tablet or your, or your phone to bed with you. Like really like the worst thing you could do is be blasting your eyes with blue light you know, after what's already probably been a nine or 10 hour work day, you know, and reading through, you know, negative things on, on social media right before you go to sleep, because it's probably going to disrupt your sleep or e even if you don't fully realize it, cause a, a, a degree of anxiety um, that, 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 then, that then permeates the night and then it starts you off that much worse the next day. So kind of just, just get, don't do that when you go to bed, put it down and, you know, you're allowed to sleep and in the morning re-engage re with it, you know? Um, Another thing, and this is more just, this isn't even um, pr particular to business. It really, I think, pertains a lot to just, just any kind of social media for professional or personal uses. You know, it's, it's human nature to compare, right? Oh, this person has this or is doing this. You know, I'm not doing that. Like, and then you, you get bummed out. Really try not to, 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 to engage in that kind of thinking with, with social media. And it can be hard because there are people out there who are, who are, who are trying to, you know, build themselves up and aggrandize their their experience and make their lives seems like it's 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 the most amazing thing. And I think that that could be hurtful for some, but it's but it's important to not do that, right? And 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 that and, and a way to not do that, I think, is to just start with being you know happy with a lot of the good things you have and for having gratitude for the good things in your life. So now we're getting a little deeper and more uh, I don't know existential or whatever you want to call it, but 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 it, but really it's 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 a smart mentality. It's, 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 a, it's almost like you have to consciously say, or mindfully say, Hey, you know, like, like I'm not going here to see what so-and-so is doing and, Oh, they have it better than me, or this company's doing better than me. You go to social media for, for strategic purposes, um, in, 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 uh, your professional life and in your personal go, go for, um, for, uh, for things that are going to make you happy. Um, l lastly, you know, for the people that, that, you really find um, on social media that you're connecting with, who are um, 
who are bringing positivity, who you who you have a, a certain like-mindedness with. Engage more and more with them and see, see how you could build each other up and see what kind of, um, in a professional sense, partnerships might spin out of that because that will make the experience a lot more like fun and, and, and meaningful and good because you're going to, it's, it's not going to be you're, you're passively scrolling through, through garbage. You're now going to Twitter say, and you're engaging with a, a few fun uh, people. You mentioned Jeremy Picker before. I, I love uh, going back and forth with him on, on Twitter. I think he's, I think he's such a positive guy. He's smart. He's creative. I love seeing what he's up to. So that would just be one example of somebody whose posts I, I look out for in a, in a positive way. So I would just encourage everybody to kind of, to kind of do more with that. John, did you have any takeaways you wanted to go over? No, but I think our next thing should be a, a list of the accounts that we like. I think that's a good idea. Like you uh, said, right, Jeremy's you, a good I'll one. You, I'll tell you what, you can work on that one. Okay. No, I'm just, I mean, you know, Michelle's on some list every year I see. Uh, you know, I think we can get our own list going. I think yeah, it would be right. fun. No, all right, very good. All right, we'll, st we'll stay tuned for that. We'll try to get that out. Um, John Corrigan, senior writer for Counselor and Advantages Magazine. Thanks so much for first off for doing this article and then for uh, just chatting it out with everybody here today. We hope those um, those tips were, were, were helpful. And um, we'll be posting this on online. So if you didn't get to listen to the live, no worries. You're listening to it. <laughs> All right, John, thanks so much. Thank you, Chris.